0: We have a speaker who's going to talk to us about purpose-driven families, and she is a personal friend of mine, but she is also a mama who um, proves that there is light at the end of the tunnel of the preschool years. and. <laughs> She has not only been a MOPs mom in the past and led this organization, been a coordinator here at this MOPs group, she attended for a number of years, has literally graduated and aged out of our program, and is now a a mom in the community who's engaged with her kids' school and activities there and a lot of other things in town. So you may have met her before, but her name is Chris Brooks. Chris, if you could stand up and come up here. And we're excited to have her talk today, because um, I remember a passing comment that she made one time um, when we were having coffee together about how, yeah, come on up, about um, just how much easier it is to sort through the many demands that every family has with kids' activities and the things you get invited to, and you know, how do you say yes, and how do you say no, and how do you know which ones are the most important? And that passing comment, when we got our, um, our books this year, if you're a member and you flipped through that green book that you got, there was something in there about like having a family mission statement. And when I saw that page, I immediately thought of that comment she made. And so I asked her to share just how does their family take the idea of a purpose and apply it to helping them do the things that are important to their family and solidly say no to the things that aren't. So without further ado, Chris Brooks.
1: thank you okay let me get I'm gonna kind of read and try to look at you guys at the same time but I'm so random and all over the place I have to go because I'm scattered even when I'm gonna talk to you guys you'll notice how I jump around so by the Lord's grace it will make sense but anyway Uh, good morning everyone good morning it's good to see all of you I was just looking at some of your faces, and some of you I know, and some of you there's a lot of new faces, so it is it is really good to be here. So let me get started. Um, I'm glad you're all here, and I'm glad you were each able to make it this morning. It is a joy for me to be here. Um, I can hardly believe it is uh, 2018. I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but um, my goodness, where has the time gone? Um, I know it's March, but I still, like if... I write a check or something, I'm still wanting to write 17, but I've also heard y'all hardly write checks anymore. I don't, I don't even know, but anyway. Um, thank you so much for having me this morning. My name is Chris Brooks. Um, I was a part of MOPs when my children were young and it was a wonderful time to help out, to hang out with um, other moms in the same stage of life and to have a little reprieve from my kids as well. I loved MOPs for many reasons. Um, It was good to come. It was good to be loved, um, to sit down for a little bit, to talk with adults, um, and to learn and have a little bit of fun as well. Um, First, let me tell you a little bit about my family and myself. I'm happily married to Cliff for 16 years. Um, He is a kind, fun, smart, witty, extremely witty, um, hardworking, wise man who has become quite gray since he has been married to me. Um, he is the head of our home and he leads us well as he seeks to love and honor the Lord with his life. Uh, we met in college and married after we graduated. Uh, we have three girls, our Lizzie who is 12, she loves volleyball. She loves cheer, and she loves dancing. Um, She is strong in conviction. She's very black and white, if you were to talk to her. She's strong in conviction, and she is trying to navigate middle school with the Lord's grace in each step. Um, Our Chloe is 11. She she loves art. Um, She loves volleyball. She loves all things creative. Um, She is very laid back, very easygoing. She is a peacemaker. Um, She can get crazy hyper at times. Um, And she is working on being more organized. And let me emphasize working on that. Um, uh, She's a hot mess. Um, My youngest, Phoebe, went home to be with Jesus two years ago, shortly before her seventh birthday. Um, She was spunky and full of life. Um, I miss everything about her. I miss her eyes, her hands, her fingers, um, her voice, her smell, her toes, her touch, her hair, uh, her crazy cackly laugh. Um, Every little thing that I can even have that floods my mind, um, I think about her. There's not a day that I don't think about her, and I miss her deeply. So just so you have a little bit of knowing about my family. Um, The Lord brought our family to Cape. Um, It'll be nine years ago this summer with a job transfer, and we love it here. Um, It has been a wonderful place for our family. Um, As for me, I am a stay-at-home mom. I love my precious, crazy family. I love people. I love the church, and I love the Lord. Um, I have a heart for discipleship, and the broken in spirit. Um, the Lord has blessed me with amazing family and friends. They are such precious gifts from the Lord. Um, it makes my heart um, overflow with gratitude. Uh, my greatest passion, as you know, is the Lord. Um, I love him with all of my heart. It is my desire to know him and to make him known. Uh, well, let's get started. Okay. Um, Let's get started with what we're talking about today. Um, I was asked to come here to talk to you um, about a mission statement for your family. Um, I am here to talk about goal setting, reassessing, and resetting. So that's some of what we're gonna talk about today, setting a mission for your family. Um, I am going to be challenging you to allow the Lord to set the mission for your family. A mission with an eternal purpose. I'm not qualified, just so you know, heads up, not qualified at all. Um, I'm not an expert, but I can tell you that I'm a surrendered heart. Um, it is my hope that the Lord will direct my words um, and that I will clearly communicate what he has taught me and laid on my heart to share with you this morning. I'm going to start with a definition of a mission statement. Um, A written declaration of a core purpose and determined focus. So I want to challenge you, let the Lord set the mission for your family. So let's look at the definition of a godly mission statement. A Holy Spirit-led written declaration of a core purpose and determined focus. Okay. Okay. But we're going to continue on here because some of you are like, really at this stage of life? Uh, but let's keep going. So, this is something my husband Cliff and I, um, over the past few years, talk and pray about at the beginning of each year. It's kind of the way we're wired. We start talking about as you look forward, forward thinking. Um, we reset it, we refocus it, we reassess it where we're at. Um, and it's our desire as a family to live with purpose, to live with purpose. This life, we need to live it with purpose, um, godly purpose. And we all know it's hard to live that way, and it's by God's amazing grace if we do live that way and to live that way. Now, do we live that way all the time? Does the Brooks family live that way all the time? No. No, we do not. Um, Does my heart want to? Yes, my heart does want to. Um, Do we have to refocus at times? Yes. Do we fail? Yes. Yes. Um, But it's in those times and all those things that we ask the Lord to help us refocus, to have the desire, and to move forward. Before we go any further, uh, will you please join me in prayer, Um, eyes closed and heads bowed, please. Lord, I pray that you would be over my words. Lord, that I may speak clearly. May you be glorified. May our hearts be encouraged. May our eyes be fixed on you. May we walk away refreshed, refocused, determined, filled to overflow, bold in love, hands to serve, words of grace, and feet to carry your word and your truth to all, amen. I'm going to start with a story okay well i mean i guess i already started but now i'm going to tell you a story okay so a few years ago uh i went to my first wrestling match i know nothing of the sport honestly about any sport in general um so i have all girls as i told you and we do different things so you guys have children with boys and girls i mean and you know that in the household boys and girls function differently my girls Dress up. They dance. Um, we like to do a lot of art. We, I mean, we fight a little bit on the side, but like you know, in their younger years. But we, I don't know anything about wrestling. Um, so just so you know, um, the main point of wrestling, and I didn't know this, the, um, the main point is to pin your opponent, um, to put your opponent on his back, and that's with both shoulders down for two seconds. I am sure there's more to wrestling, but that's all that I know, okay? So that's the main point, got it? Okay, so so I remember going, going to my first wrestling match. I was going to the gym, I was sitting in the bleachers um, and I was taking it all in. There were um, intense smells. Um, <laughs> um, the surrounding, the noise, there was a lot of noise and all the people, lots of people. Um, I remember all the mats laid out, um, the teams lined up patiently, um, sitting there, legs crossed. I remember the crowd, um, the coaches, and lots of noise. Uh, when the match began, the two opponents came to face each other. Um, now the coaches stood there close, but not in the ring as the opponents faced each other. You guys can tell me later if I'm getting like things wrong with wrestling, okay? <laughs> So the crowd was cheering and yelling. Actually, it was very, very loud. Um, I didn't realize while I was sitting at a wrestling match that the Lord was going to teach me and remind me of who he is while I was sitting there. Uh, The student had trained and trained for the match. Wrestling is hard. Training is important, and training is preparation for the fight. One aspect that struck me was how close the coach stayed to the student. Um, The coach was out of the ring but was continually speaking to the student, encouraging him, telling him what to do, what moves to make, how to move to keep him from getting stuck or pinned, but mostly how to move to have victory over the one who was out to defeat him. There were times that the student was in a position that he could not see his coach, um, and he couldn't see exactly how his opponent had him held, but the coach could see it all. Um, The student had to learn to hear the coach's voice, trust what he told him to do, and then act on it. And guess what? It led to victory every single time. The student trained and prepared, listened and trusted his coaches above all the noise of the crowd screaming, and then moved forward in action to do what the coach told him to do. It seriously made me stand in awe. Um, That is how we need to know and follow Jesus. Do you see all the connections? Through training and knowing the coach's voice, trusting and then moving in action, he could enter the match and leave in victory. The match was hard, but with the proper training and trusting his coach to see what he couldn't and do what he told him to do, it led to victory. Um, That is us with the Lord. He gave us his word to know his voice and train us in righteousness. He is right here with us always. He never leaves us or forsakes us. And we need to be able to hear his voice above all the noises. We need to know him so well that we know his voice. It is then when we have comfort of knowing he is beside us and with us in this life. There are times when life is easy. And there are times when life is really hard in those moments, trust the Lord to be your guide, to be your encouragement, and to be your strength. He can help us defeat the powers of this dark world around us. And let me tell you, he wins, okay, he wins. Um, Trust him because he is Lord and he knows all, he sees all that we don't. Learn, listen, Move and act with what he tells you to do. So let him point the way as he leads and reveals what he is calling you and your family to be and to do. May he be our vision and the voice we hear above the crowd. May we do what he tells us to do and may we trust him. I challenge you and I plead with you to surrender your life to the Lord and let him set the purpose for your family. He is good, he is sovereign, he is in control and he is trustworthy, it's who he is. So trust him with your life, your family and your purpose. He created you for a purpose and a reason and your purpose and your reason is to know him and to make him known, he created you for his glory and for his pleasure. Um, there's an author that I love that I want to, um, his name is John Piper, um, and he's someone that I just love, uh, just his heart and in the way he speaks. And one thing that he had said that I just rings so true with me as we think about purpose and the Lord is, the Lord is most glorified when we are most satisfied in him. And I love that. And let me tell you, it's true. Also, before we move forward, um, I want to state the obvious, okay? You are all mothers of young children. Um, and the thought of spending quality t- quality time with the Lord and then creating a family mission statement might seem overwhelming, absolutely ridiculous, and unfathomable. I completely understand. Um, let me tell you, spending time with the Lord and additionally creating... Um, a family mission statement will grow, and it will change over time. There are seasons of life this will, this will change. It kind of morphs and changes as you go. Um, I remember this stage of life, and I loved it, but it was so hard. It was hard. Y- y'all, we all know it's hard. <laughs> um, it was so hard to spend quality-focused, intentional time doing anything other than changing diapers, feeding kids, cleaning up everything. It's just what your world is. Um, Finding time to spend with the Lord was hard, but doing it is worth it and it will greatly affect your household. Spending time with the Lord will allow you to teach and point um, your children to Jesus. Through your spending time with the Lord, he will do the work in your heart, in your life, and in your family. I remember a time when my children were young and I felt like I was never gaining ground, ever. Um, We all love our little ones so much, but at times they will act in a manner, that you have not been teaching them or modeling or training them in, correct? It may be some. They might be doing something that we've been doing, of course. But a few years ago, I was so frustrated with the lack of fruit. You know what I'm talking about? When you're teaching them and training them and watching them and seeing how they're going to act. And I was just frustrated with their responses and and things. And um, and. And I was like, Lord, uh, you know, I'm frustrated with this lack of fruit. And I was seen after that. I was seen after years of teaching and training and pointing my kids to Jesus. And I was like, Lord, uh, are my efforts ever going to show any fruit <laughs> in my kids? Um, and then the Lord gave me this picture. Um, he gave me in my head a picture of a seedling. And I was watching the seedling grow in fast motion. So it was day, um, days upon days, over and over. The seed was growing into a plant, and it kept growing. It had days of sun and rain and hot and cold. It was in fast motion. And after some time, all of a sudden popped a flower and then a fruit. I was like, hmm, Lord, I got it. Um, so fruit is not developed overnight. You don't plant a tree and it's like, boom, there's fruit on it. It's not the way it happens. Um, and so it's, it doesn't come overnight. And so it takes a long time. So press on in perseverance as you keep loving, teaching, training, and pointing your precious, Jesus, your precious children to Jesus. Okay, Be patient because the Lord is patient with you. And he is continuing to develop the fruit even in our lives. The Lord is always working. Always. Know that. The Lord is always working and moving. In the good times and in the hard times, he is never not working. He is always working. I wanted to share a few scriptures with you. Um, the first one, some of you may know it. Um, Galatians five twenty-two through 25. But the Holy Spirit produces... This kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. The Holy Spirit produces that fruit that's being following the Lord. It's the Holy Spirit that produces it. Another scripture verse, Matthew seven seventeen through 18. A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. This is also one of my favorites. Proverbs 27:19: "As a face is reflected in water, so the heart reflects the real person." Another verse, Matthew 12: 34: "For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks." It's all about the heart, and Jesus wants our hearts we live what we believe Um, are you living a life that reflects what you believe Um, so as we talk about setting a mission statement please keep in mind and give yourself grace in this beautiful tiring refining stretching season of life those years when my girls were little were the years the lord used greatly in my life to draw me to him um, for me to learn how to depend upon Him, to trust Him, and to make me more like Him. I'm jumping around all over all over the place. Back to the mission statement. <laughs> um, mission statement, again, is a written declaration of a core purpose and determined focus. But I wanna challenge you to let that be a godly mission statement where it's a Holy Spirit-led, written declaration of a core purpose and determined focus. So you're thinking, Why do we need to have a mission statement for our family? Why why is that important? Okay, because it can help you in your decision of what you say yes to and what you say no to. Some of of us are yes people to everything, and honestly, some of us are no people to everything. Um, So through the mission he gives you, he might be wanting you yes people to say no, And he may be challenging some of you know people to say yes. Sometimes saying yes and saying no is hard, but creating a mission for your family can help you set boundaries um, around what you say yes and no to. It also is a declaration of a statement of your desire, of your purpose and your focus to live what you believe. And we will live what we believe. Okay, so how to set a mission. Um, Seek the Lord daily through prayer, reading and the studying of his word, worship and meditating on his word. Okay, if daily time with the Lord seems almost impossible, which I've been there, there were times when I had three babies in three years and the time with the Lord seemed impossible, um, ask him to help you find pockets I'm talking about little pockets of time um, to be with him and to meditate on his word. Um, I recommend if your time is super tight to meditate on small bites of scripture. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm going to read the whole book of John like right now. Like I don't know how much is going into your head and your heart. But if you meditate and you chew on it and you saturate it into your heart, and to your soul, that's what the Lord wants us to do. We, we need to take little chunks at a time. Um, and ask the Lord to help you with that, and he will give it to you. And here's the other thing, desire. Sometimes I don't have the desire. I know I'm not abnormal in that, but I'll tell you when you ask for the desire and say, Lord, I want the desire, he, he gives it to you, and he creates the time for you. And there is something so precious and tender that comes from the presence of the Lord when you spend time with him. There is... His presence has a way of touching the heart and satisfying your soul more than anything else in this life, I'm just gonna tell you. I'm just gonna lay it out there. Okay, this is one thing I did when I was a young mom. Um, these are index cards. Um, I, I have several of these now. It was much smaller when my kids were younger. Um, and if I would read something or just have a chunk, I just tried to write some scripture verses down And I just got index cards, and I got these clips. You can, like, get them at Target or Walmart. And when I was little bits of time, if it would be on my nightstand before I went to bed, I'm like, Lord, if you just help just one, one scripture to get into my heart, that I would understand it and saturate it into my mind and my heart. Um, And he did that. And so um, I would ask him, you know, show it to me, like, Help reveal to me your truth in this, and so this was something that was really helpful and through the years it's been really helpful and if you don't even know how to start with that um, i don't I don't know I'm not a techie person, but on your phone, like if you have a Bible app, (laughs) Uh, a lot of times, a lot of things have like a scripture of the day. Like, and I was just telling a friend recently, write that one that they have down on there. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like on those, if you have a Bible app, like they'll, they'll like on that, it'll, it'll have like the verse of the day. We'll have that be your starting point if you don't know where to start. So spend time with him, seek him, wait on him, to lead you and speak to your heart. Ask him to lead you in his ways and his desires for you and your family. Um, And what I also wanted to tell you is if you haven't opened your Bible before or this is really unknown territory to you, um, you come talk to me, talk to your uh, table leaders, your mentor moms, Um, they could tell you a good place to start um, or maybe even a study that you could join. Okay, we're gonna go back again to the mission statement. Um, as for me, uh, I think in bullets and in points. You might not. Um, you might be a beautiful communicator that can like pen a beautiful mission statement. I can't spell to save my life. That will never come out of me. That's just, God did not wire me that way. Um, and so I think in bullets. And so um, let me see where we are here. Either way, write it down in what do what's best for you and your family um, include your spouse, include your children when they are able like right now you might have some that don't even speak well, they really can't help with the mission statement obviously but as the years go on they can they can they can help with that and write it down. Um, also the Lord creates he has created each of us and our families uniquely. We're all uniquely different. We have different callings and we have different purposes. For his glory. Uh, Your mission statement is going to look different from others. And let me tell you, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. They should look different um, and that's okay. So I just want to encourage you to seek the Lord to determine where he is inviting you to join him. Write it down and let the Lord guide your steps. Don't tell the Lord what you want to do for him. Ask the Lord What he wants you to do for him Um, we were created for his purposes and for his glory live it for his purposes Um, and that starts with surrender to him and in purpose for your family Um, i truly truly believe that you will live what you believe are you living a life that reflects what you believe ask the lord to help you Um, in your family, um, in the direction that he is taking you and your purposes, are you willing to say yes to his calling for you and your family? Are you willing to say yes to his way? Are you willing to say yes to his plans? And are you willing to say yes to his interruptions? Uh, Proverbs 16.9 says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, But the Lord establishes their steps. So as you seek him and follow him, don't worry about, am I missing the wrong steps? Because guess what? When you're seeking him and following him, he's guiding your steps. Uh, Knowing that the Lord is over all and that he knows all, that he sees all, that he's completely trustworthy and always faithful, let us fix our eyes on him, our heart and our life, and will on knowing him and making him known. I want to share a verse from um, Hebrews, how we do this. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Living for him and his purposes, it gives hope, it gives joy, it gives peace, Comfort and satisfaction to your soul. Hebrews 6:19 says, "This hope is strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus is our hope. Um, the Lord reminds me all of the time that this is not my home, and that our time here is short and to live it with purpose and his purposes and for his glory. I want to share with you the Brooks family mission statement. Um, Okay, number one, that we may love the Lord with all of our hearts and say yes to where he leads. That we would love, value, and serve people. And the other one, big one for us, is education. That we would be learners, if that be his word at school, church, and life. Um, I also wanted to say with setting a mission, don't list like 20 things. Like you won't even remember 20 things. Like two to three points. It's two to three blanket points. If you have a list of 20, you're not gonna remember all of the 20, okay? So it should only be a few bullet points. And let me tell you some of the things that we do as a family to live out our mission, our mission statement that we feel that the Lord has given us. Um, It's serving. And let me also say there's been different seasons we don't do all of these things currently okay these are things that we have done Um, serving mission trips supporting missions missionaries mentoring helping friends and family teaching sunday school being a friend to someone who needs a friend discipling someone reading listening showing up i've learned a lot about the importance of showing up sacrificing time and resources and energy, studying, being intentional, worshiping the Lord, knowing him and making him known. So I want to tell you this year is still new. It's still new beginnings, and you can start today. Today. Another verse I wanted to share is Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. He gives us a new start every day. So let me tell you, where you start doesn't have to be where you finish, and that can go both ways. You can start well and not finish well. And you can start poorly and you can finish well. So finish the race well. It's worth it. Live for the Lord and live for his purposes. Um, May we see and live as Christ. Um, Thank you for your time and blessings to you as you seek him and his great purposes for your life. Thank you.